Greetings, Alpha Seekers. Uh, welcome to our July 2nd podcast. And we listen to CNBC and Bloomberg all day, so you don't have to. And I have to admit, we didn't listen that tight today. Uh, but everything was up about half a point, except the Dow. And the Dow was down just a tad. Not even worth talking about. As we've often said, we followed the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ, and we don't pay much attention to the Dow anyway, because the Dow is only 30 stocks that are pretty, not totally arbitrarily selected, but uh, 30 out of 500 basically isn't as representative as the Fortune 500, which of course has the 500 largest stocks by market cap. So, and the NASDAQ, of course, is the tech uh, sector. So that's always a good one to keep an eye on. So, what are we going to talk about today? Not that much to talk about, so you'll be relieved that you only have to listen to me for a little while. And I see Mr. Louie has joined us in the Alphanex studio, and hopefully he won't say anything. But you never know, Mr. Louie. Mr. Louie is not a real good guest on the podcast because he doesn't speak English, and he only... He's only able to bark. So, Mr. Louie does not really make a lot of appearances unless they are sort of whatever the equivalent in a podcast of a photo bomb is. So, with that, uh, let us jump over to the Alpha's Next LinkedIn page. So, Moderna took a tumble today. Um... And it went down by about 10% because there was a report on STAT, which is a, which is a good source. That's for Adam Forstein, I think it's pronounced, uh, reports now. And he used to be the street.com uh, biotech reporter, so I used to follow him then. And uh, he was pretty spot on. So he's had some tangles with this company before. And I don't know if this was his report, honestly. But it took the stock down. And the company came back and said that that report was not accurate. So who knows what's going on here. But uh, Moderna, of course, since I fell in love with it, and it's an unrequited love because we never did invest in it. Uh, even now we're not invested at Ventures Next. But... Um, you know, it was 18 to 80. It was a four-bagger in a paper trading mode if we had pulled the trigger on the trade, you know. So that's one of those you learn from. Anytime you screw up, it's a learning experience. So we learned a lot from that. And we continue to learn because, you know, the, one of the things I learned from Dendrite years ago is when you get one of these things, get a nice binary event, get out of it. Because I remember I was in Dendrite and I had a great positioning and they got their product approved and I stuck with it like a moron and it 
drop like a rock because something went bluey. And I, I think Dendrite's still publicly traded, but I don't even know what goes on with it. I haven't followed it. It's like post-traumatic stress. And speaking of which, uh, one of the things we uh, read with interest is John Paulson, uh, a sort of a fallen hedge fund star, has called it quits. And uh, a number of these guys who are hedge fund guys have converted from a hedge fund where they have uh, other people invested and they have all the regulatory requirements of that and risk and they've gotten out of it and they just go on and manage their own family money because they have a lot of it. And they just call it a family office. And of course, that's a place where we go snorting around for capital. Uh, we're members of the Family Office Association, so that's where the the big dogs come to eat. And uh, But John Paulson was the guy who you may have even uh, seen him and read about him in, in, in relationship to uh, Michael Lewis's book, The Big Short, about the big crash. And, I mean, this guy was... Uh, he was selling... Uh, credit default or buying credit default swaps on uh, all these collateralized debt obligations on the mor mortgage-backed securities. And uh, he made billions. I mean, it was like the best trade in history. So he was the guy. And then after that... He, and he came from nowhere. Nobody ever really heard of him until that in the street. And then, boy, he was on the right side of that trade. And he had been hanging in there in that trade for, like, years. And finally he was right, you know. And uh, But he hasn't been right about much else lately. You know, so that just goes to show you, you can be, you're like the hedgehog, you know. You got, you know, one big thing, but that's about it. And it's a tough act to follow. So he just... Decided to convert it to a family office because I guess he lost most of his investors anyway. So, you know, that's how trading is, right? Just because you're right once doesn't mean you're right again. Or ever, maybe. But certainly not always. So, uh, now the other thing I put out there today was a little quote because we do try to throw a little culture into the mix here. Because we're an educational and entertainment format, forum, club, whatever we are. So today's quote is, words are but pictures of our thoughts. And this is something that, by, that's a quote by John Dryden, but I've always said that, you know. I think if you see bad writing, that's often a, indicative of bad thinking or no thinking at all. So uh, if you find a good writer, it's probably because they're a pretty solid thinker. So, that's just a thought for the day. It doesn't really have much to do with seeking alpha, but it does mean that if you write, if you read an analyst report and it's not well written, it's probably not well thought out, you know, so you may want to move on. What else did I see? This was a funny quote. Uh, from a guy named, uh, it's an Obama guy, uh, Jason Furman, who I'm not a real big fan of, but, you know, he was an Obama guy, and smart guy, no question about that, but he's also a smart ass, 
So, uh, he said something today that I thought was funny. And I, oh, I know what he said. He said, uh, you know, uh, he said face masks could make a 5% difference in GDP. So if you're, you know, an alpha seeker and you look at it that way, you'd be, you'd be wearing a mask, you know. Uh, and he said that he thought that the stimulus plan with the highest bang for the buck would be for the government to print out masks that say, thank you, Donald Trump, on them and mail them out to every American. Uh, and, you know, <laughs> obviously... A lot of the blue states might stop wearing masks then, but, you know, the red states would probably start wearing masks. And I thought that was funny. And I'm sure if he was advising Trump in the unlikely event, that's what he would advise Trump to do. And Trump did just come out today um, and said he was all for masks. I don't know if he was wearing one, but I do think all these politicians should wear one. And Kramer had a mask today that somehow had an imprint of his face on the mask. And it didn't quite work. It looked like his face was made out of rubber or something. But, um, you know, if people are concerned about the aesthetics of it, I had thought of that. Maybe you could have a mask that has, a, you know, image of your face so that when you put it on, it doesn't look like you have a mask on. And if it's a vanity thing, you know. But evidently somebody did it. So, you know, wear your mask, folks. I wear, I'm wearing one right now. Because I assume my dog has the virus. And he's very close to my nose and mouth. So people say I'm strange because of that. But I'm still here. So I'm thinking that has more to do with it than my Mount Carmel scapular. So anyway, I thought that was funny today. And I think that's true. I mean, got to get this virus under control, you know. So I think that's probably about it today. I have much, many more pearls of wisdom, but I'm doing this on my phone and I can't find them. So, like I said, we're going to have a short drill tonight and um, we'll see what happens tomorrow. I'm not sure the markets are closed tomorrow. I think they may be closed or maybe it's just a short session. I'm not sure. So... You may not hear from me over the weekend here, but if I if you don't have a happy Fourth of July, and don't don't blow any fingers off. That's always my admonishment to people. You know, every year I read about people blowing their fingers off and their hands and getting blinded by those fireworks. Leave that to the professionals, folks. You may want to try seeking alpha on your own, but all you're gonna lose is your money, not your limbs. So. Uh, stay away from them fireworks. Don't go to any picnics where you get the virus. Wear your mask if you must. And uh, hopefully we'll see you on the other side. Take care. Bye-bye.